But you have to be an entrepreneur to take care of that house. Ask any stay-at-home mom. I don't know one deadbeat stay-at-home mom that ain't grinding. I don't know one that ain't grinding. Like you know, and I'm just saying well, that. Shout out to all my stay-at-home moms. Shout out to all my they working mothers. Yell in the mic. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 that house is nothing without y'all. Well, but what about the stay-at-home dads? Do they get a shout-out? No. <laughs> no. You know what? I like. No. Hold on. If that's the arrangement y'all have and y'all cool with that, no. I'm not gonna say it's biblical. But I'm, just I'm not saying, gonna knock people. Yeah, you know, I don't mean it. Yeah. If that's the arrangement you two have as husband and wife, you don't mind. You don't care if she works. She don't care if you stay home. And that's your life, and y'all cool with it, and it works for you. Then hey, I mean that's y'all marriage. I have nothing to do with that. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. Real discussions, real opinions, real stories and testimonies, real church talk. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. All right, guys, so welcome back. Uh, Acts 2 and 42 podcast. Uh, my name is Keith. With me is my wife, Sheree. Uh, partner Terry Neal yes. and this other guy uh, who goes by T Sock um, TJ. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we're here today. We're back um, with another uh, episode, another uh, conversation, another topic. Um, not exactly, you know, line for line what the Bible says, but um, it definitely is in there somewhere. Uh, we <laughs> we are concerned with that. We do think about that. But um, today, my wife actually uh, has a question on her mind about the women in the faith. So I'll, I'll kind of let her take it from there and. Um, you know, let her know, <laughs> let her tell us what she wants to talk about. Uh, well, basically, um, women's role in the body, women's role in the faith, women's role in the church ministry, like in general, because for us, all we're told is everything that we can't do and shouldn't be doing. No one ever talks about, like, the good things about being a woman, if I be like, mm -hmm. if I'm frank or whatever, but mm -hmm. you know, ever so gifts, good gifts and purposes. Yeah. Or... Uh, what are we allowed to do in the body? Or is the only thing we're allowed to do is have babies and wait on our husbands. Mm -hmm. So quietly, quietly, <laughs> quietly at that. Like, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> especially yeah. now, I mean, like, this is a very liberal day and age. So to an extent, I can see liberal women in the ministry, uh, but then it, 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 some, it just goes too far sometimes, like mm -hmm. way left. I'm just like, why are you doing that? Like, you know, so that's basically uh, what I want to know. Comments? Okay. Uh -huh. Well, I, I am the, the probably most liberal of the bunch. Okay. But... <clears throat> I don't think that we should veer too far away from, you know, from what the Bible teaches mm -hmm. about the, the the women and men's roles. Um, I don't think we should veer too far. I think we do take it a little too far, um, you know, such as you know telling the women to you know to keep quiet, you know, and things like that. But um, but I think um, God has an ultimate plan for man, woman, children, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. cat, dog, fish, you know. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I think I think we should try to do the best that we can to, to, to stick to those roles. Mm -hmm. um, so with that being said, 
Um, I'd be I'd I'd be I'm curious to know exactly what it is that I want to say you're upset, but are you upset? I think I'm more so. Upset. I'm actually not upset because like we were talking about earlier, um, mm -hmm. I can look at something logically and be like, look at this series of events, why things happen, purposes, and be like, okay, I get it. I can see why it's like that. Like, as a woman, me saying this, I'm going to be like a whole a total <laughs> traitor to the feminist movement, but um, <laughs> I... I think but I'm gonna say that. <laughs> I believe I believe yeah. in like life harmony and yin and yang. I believe it things work and fit for a reason. Mm -hmm. So like we can hit gender roles for instance. I think there's a purpose for a wife, the woman, there's a purpose purpose for a husband, the the male, and with that comes certain responsibilities. I don't see, like, let's just say women in ministry as far as pastor in a church. I'm not talking about right. ministering to my brother or my sister about, you know, the glory of God and Christ, you know, whatever. Not that. I'm talking about heading a church. And I say that because um, I don't see how it's possible you can run your home and run a church with 100% efficiency. Like, I don't see how that works. Something's going to be lacking. Either your house is going to be a wreck or your church is going to be running amok because I can't see how two can, you have two two main roles that you're supposed to be handling and it, it being handled. So your, so your question is kind of from the middle ground. Yeah. It's like, look, um, like, look, who are we? You know, who are we? Uh, can we talk about some of the good qualities, attributes, you know, characteristics, purposes, mm -hmm. gifts? callings and all that right um but you're still saying but i don't see i see a yin and yang i see a, a male a female and i see and i don't see a woman being able to be this or to be able to fulfill that and right. running and uh, running a, a ministry you know right well i, I don't know I, I don't know i i'm, I'm just going to throw it out there uh -huh. and let it marinate for a minute um and maybe t can chime in um he will Proverbs thirty one. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. one. Of, well, that's one of the scriptures that came up. You know, when we when we said we were going to talk about this, and right. you know, and I think, you know, um, I, that's where my mind is right now. Mm -hmm. You know, the and virtuous I, woman. The virtuous right. woman. Right. You know, I, I don't see where she was. I don't see where she was just strictly a homemaker. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I think that she was able. It, she did demonstrate uh, other gifts and talents, and and I mean she was even a businesswoman if you mm -hmm. want to look at it. Mm -hmm. So, so I so so I I'm I'm in the place where, like I said, I mean I think we should stick with what the Bible says, and I think the Bible right. does allow the woman to do more than just make a home. Right. You know. And I I agree with that. I totally agree with the Proverbs thirty one and. Everything that it lists that that woman should be able to do. And um, I think all of it contributes to the house. Everything that was listed in there contributes mm -hmm. to making that house a home. Um, not necessarily just being a homemaker. Like going out, making that hustle to benefit the home. Like, you know, like... Even in that sense, like that's the way. Like I'm, I'm actually. The context of the scripture. I'm saying. Yeah, like I'm actually seeing it and reading into, um, not going out 
making that money. Being a career woman. To yeah. help. The I, Allie McGill Well, I'm woman. actually. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott. Uh, copyright. And I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> to, to benefit the. The, the, the household church oh, okay like you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i guess my 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 question is more so let's just i'll just try to not make it so broad but like mm-hmm. women in ministry or whatever like you know um because that's where i have the most debates with other women about um is like women's role in ministry um and in that case i i'm like you mean well, pastoring I yeah Are you specifically sorry saying yeah let me, let me oh, just, okay okay yeah let me okay. Try, saying, I'm trying to narrow it everything's all down. a ministry now. You yeah. know, if you, oh, if you yeah, dance, well. you know, like a mind dance, you know, that's a ministry now. So okay, well, yeah, in the body and passion. Well, I, I think you know, um, I'm not, that, that's a tough one for me. You know, um, I, I do believe that um, what the Bible says about ministry, we we see where it was, it was the majority men were were used but I can't I can't just you know I can't take hold of the prophetess out of there mm-hmm. you know or I can't take Deborah out of the equation mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. because you know I believe that as long as I don't know that's it's really tough mm-hmm. I believe that women play a vital role within the ministry mm-hmm. now when it comes to you know uh, to, to pastoring or being a prophet or an evangelist and and all of that, I, I don't I don't believe that women should play that role. Mm-hmm. But is that a biblical belief or just your own well, perception? I, I think it's a you know a biblical belief. And 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 this is where this is where I stand corrected. I, I'm I'm open to it. But if Ephesians talks about mm-hmm. God gave these gifts to men. You know, and those gifts were pastors, prophets, evangelists, teachers, and and uh, apostles. You know, for the perfecting of the saints and for the perfecting of the, you know the the church. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that that that's that that's what they should be. They should be mm-hmm. men. And once again, I stand corrected on it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm open to it, but I think that the whole thing about titles is is overblown anyway. Mm-hmm. That's Abs- just me. absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're talking about male, female, doesn't matter. Absolutely. Now, don't yes. get me wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that, you know, you know, just just talking about the, you know, the the place where men, men, uh, women should be in ministry and men should be in ministry. Mm-hmm. I, I think we should all, all, you know, be where exactly where it is that Christ has placed us in the ministry. But um, um, but when it comes to those five offices, I believe that they should be men. Mm-hmm. You know, and what I, do you say? Oh, go go ahead. Ahead. Like to the women that's just well, I believe that God called me to do this, and I believe that God called me. See, that's, to that's a whole other conversation. Start my own church because that's like, men do that too. That's not that's not that's not exclusive to, to females. Mm-hmm. Um, men do that too, and it, and um, I'll just I'll speak for myself and T because I know we've talked about it. When we we deal with many brothers and sisters about this, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man. And what our belief is about that, but when when men start talking about their calling as a preacher, pastor, minister, whatever the case may be, and it's there's normally red flags, and that's that you know I felt a calling and, and things of that nature, mm-hmm. um, and I and I go back because I've experienced you know what my pastor has has talked about. I've experienced what you point to the scripture. You say when God called a man, this is the encounter that he had with him, mm-hmm. and that's what you know. So if the woman's saying that, I would say no. I would say look, 
you need to talk to the Lord. And when the chief shepherd himself speaks to you and tells you to do this, I do want to point out real fast is that, um, I know I've been hogging the mic, but I want to point out, no. mm. um, you know, you mentioned, you know, Ephesians four and gifts unto men. And I will say that there's a counter argument for that, whether it's okay. valid or not. And that's that the word man or men doesn't mean yeah, the, the yeah. male. It means mankind. Okay. Uh, which by definition, it can be used either way. I'm not a Greek scholar to know, uh, what the Greek you know, article, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which article? you know, which is so, crazy because anywhere else in the Bible where it says, it says man, mankind. Yeah. When it says men, it says men. Yeah. Well, so I'm just like, I don't know. The, 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 the words are interchangeable. You know, when God talks about man, he could be referring to all mankind. Yeah. Um, but the word is the same. Um, but I think, I think there's actually some evidence found within that is that when God made man, he made Adam. He made all of mankind. But it says he made them male and female. Well, how did he make them? Mm -hmm. he, he literally, with his hands, created Adam. Mm -hmm. But from Adam, using Adam, he pulled the woman from Adam, which woman means from the man, mm -hmm. of the man, right? Excuse me. Um, so I think that kind of pulls us into, I think the real conversation is, um, how about this? Can I, or should I circumvent, uh, or uh, whatever Christ and, you know, go to the father, the almighty by myself and just say, I don't need Christ. Mm -mm. No. Can you say can that I, again? Can I, can I, as Keith Adams, you know, just some guy, mm -hmm. um, calling you, or not, can I can. circumvent, circumvent the son, circumvent right. Jesus Christ. And go, go straight to the Christ Father. to the Almighty Father. No, because mm -hmm. no man can come to the Father mm -hmm. except mm -hmm. as, far as, as far as attempting to. I think you can. Do I think you should? Yeah. No. And will I be successful? No. No. And so I think that's the same argument. All I'm saying is I, I'm subjected to Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have a choice about that. I mean, right. I can pretend to ignore it if I want. And you know, Paul, when teaching that, also taught that you know, if if man is under Christ, if if, if God is over Christ, Christ is over man, male, man is over woman, so that if a woman pray or prophesy with her head uncovered, you mm -hmm. know, and that's interpreted in many different ways. I'd rather not get into the interp interpretation right. of that. Okay. But let's just stick within the little umbrellas that we see mm -hmm. in that first statement. I think, you know... So, well, I'm going to cut you off mm -hmm. because if, if, we take the, if we take Ephesians 4, I think 4 and 8 or 4, 8 to 10 mm -hmm. or 4, 8 to 11, mm -hmm. and we say, okay, well... 4, 8 to, 8, to, 8 to 11 is simply saying mankind, which includes mm -hmm. male and female. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think it does, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, was, and that, was, that was going to be my question. It was a hypothetical argument that I think it's, it's see, I feel like it's, 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 it's reasonable and fair that even if I don't believe that argument, to at least bring it to the table and say, well, this is, this is how one would refute that. Okay, I got this you. This is so how you, one would address that if you say, well, this is gifts to men. They're gonna say, well, I mean, look at the Greek. Men means that means mankind. mankind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is, you know, if we just deal with that by itself, but we don't just have that by itself. Right. We can go back okay. to the formation gotcha. of Adam. Yeah. To the formation of man and see the pattern there. We can mm -hmm. see that Jesus and the disciples, disciples in their teaching, constantly went back to Adam, mm -hmm. Adam and Eve, in the beginning when mm -hmm. he was talking about Moses and divorce, and he was like, from but from the beginning it was not so because mm -hmm. God made them male and female, mm -hmm. you know, and he and Paul goes back to Adam and Eve. Right after he says that I, I, I do not permit a woman to teach nor to usurp authority, you know, to be in a position that's in authority over a man. Mm -hmm. Because it was not Adam, but Eve that was, that was uh, deceived and, and transgressed. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, he goes back to Adam and Eve and says, hold on. Nope, nope. The serpent got to her. He didn't get to him because God gave it to him. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm kind of, you know, yeah. 
connecting dots or, or, yeah. or reading between the lines a little bit there. But um, but I think there's a biblical standard of all I'm saying is there there is whether we like it or not, we can have a biblical worldview. And I, I don't harvest, you know, or whatever, harbor any any ill feelings towards you. Mm. But I would say it's a biblical, it's a it's a it's a uh, secular worldview, not a biblical one, if that's where you're at, mm-hmm. because the Bible always points back to Adam and Eve. It always points to the uh, order of God, Christ, man, woman, children. God, Christ, man, woman, children, God, Christ, anything the woman does, which is highly esteemed, honored by God. It's a gift given to her by God. It's done in that order. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we see, um, we see prophetess and even within the, the definition of the word prophetess, it's implied that it's always attached to a male prophet. Miriam had Moses, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, Holda had her husband, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just giving, giving yeah. examples. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some terrible arguments made from the side that says, you know, set the women down. They shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Unfortunately, we, um, we're not fair. You know, we're not fair. We, we reach for whatever we think is going to justify us. Mm-hmm. So, so, so with that being stated, you know, we still haven't talked about what a woman can do or is yeah. get to. And, but, and that's what, that's, that's what I'm getting ready to go to. Gotcha. gotcha. So if, if the woman is gifted enough to do that, you know, why not allow her to use the gifts that she has? You know, I now me personally, I, I think we, I think the woman should should abide in the role that God has, you know, has has given her. Men should abide in the roles that, you know, that have been given us. But we've already conceded that, man, you got you got men who are trying to fulfill a role yeah. that they weren't necessarily called to. Yep. You know, um, but if the if if the woman is gifted enough to to lead, who, why said, not let who her says she is? Mm. We we are. Yeah, us. I mean, I'm I'm playing mm-hmm. again. I'm playing devil's advocate, yeah. you know, or whatever. Um, um, man, we we just have we have a slippery slope. We start. I don't know. We have to um, we have to define where the Bible says that that it's God. The spirit mm-hmm. that's the the author and creator of all things mm-hmm. that ever said that that's what he would do. Not just with with women leading or being pastors or anything like that, but anything under the sun. You know, right. once we start saying that this is a gift given from God, we sh- being being biblical people, mm-hmm. we should come from the book and say, "See, it says it right here that he said he would do that." Mm-hmm. Um, now, if there's scriptures, and we can we can go to uh, Joel the second chapter, Acts the second chapter. You know, or is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, sons and daughters yeah. are prophesying, dream mm-hmm. dreams. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. It's used in improper context, I think, to give gifts and callings uh, 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 further than what God has established or what He said. He said that they prophesy, mm-hmm. and they'll ignorant, you know, men. And I, I don't, I don't really mean that as as some type of slight or disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um, but men that really haven't studied or haven't defined what the word prophecy means. That has nothing to do with pastoring. Has nothing to do with leading. That has nothing to do with anything. But but speaking, or or doing anything by inspiration of God. Mm-hmm. It, Miriam was a prophetess because she sang songs by inspiration of God that the Lord was a man of war. Right. You know, which is heavy, heavy in Scripture. It has a, a very important meaning, and it was given to her by the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. You know. So anyway, um, but I can go to the Scriptures and say where I can see where God gives that gift to women. So, so then when I see it fulfilled, when I see, when I think I see it out here with my own eyes, but I have a scripture for it as well. Um, but just because like you, you, you ever been in a service and like, or people tell you about a service and they'll say, oh man, it was, it was like five people saved and so many people gave their heart to God and one was healed and 
how do you know that? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not hating. I'm, I'm really, right. I'm not coming from a place of, of malice to say, ah, that didn't happen. You don't, but you really don't know what souls were saved. Five souls could be baptized, but three, three souls could have actually been saved. Because what if two only got baptized because their friends got baptized, they're not saved, mm-hmm. according to Jesus Christ and the apostles. No. You know, so um, our eyes can deceive us. We see that women have gifts in what we call leadership, but but how can we say that that's a gift of the Spirit when the Spirit Himself, if we believe that the Scriptures were inspired by God and the the, the Scriptures condemn that practice, that can't be. You know what I mean? That those things that are that are are not equal to each other are not equal. Things that are not lining up don't line up. Mm-hmm. And if the and if the Spirit here says absolutely not. How does the spirit here now say, well, it's a different time period. I can do that now because I'm God. Mm-hmm. And that, that's something that I can't, I can't shake either because I, I always hear as far as the argument against women leading a church, having their own church. I'm just going to use that for an example because, yeah, we see them, you know, prophetess in the Bible. We see, you know, dreams and, you know, that. Until outside of that, like actually heading a church, leading a congregation, leading other souls being in charge of that, like having that responsibility or whatever. Um, lost my train of thought, but the only roles in the Bible where I see women leading others is family-based. Like the mother over her son or, you know, in, in, those, in those aspects. I can't find one for one actually led a congregation, led a people, led a church. Now, mm-hmm. might have, uh, like you said, prophesied, excuse me, prophesied or, I don't know, helped out or something like that, you know what I mean? But as far as that, I don't see it. And that is my personal argument about how, can, if this is your ordained job, is to take care of this family mm-hmm. um, or well, see you're not married. Say some actually devote their life to Christ and stay celibate and all that, you know what I mean, just to devote their life to Christ or whatever. Still no, I still see it as being a help me to the people in charge or to the man in charge or to the congregation or the body. Again, not leading the crusade. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just can't find that. In the Bible, that's what my point was. And again, was. you're coming from a biblical perspective. Yeah, and to I, I'm basing it on what I see in Scripture. And to to that argument, when they say, "Yeah, I know you're real quiet over there." <laughs> Sorry. God, oh, this is just written by men. This is just you know this old teaching. You know, and then I guess my argument back would be, "Well, I thought God doesn't change. I thought He was the same. So the same standard then should be the same standard now, right? The same rules then." Are the same rules now, right? Are we saying God switched up? Because I think the whole reason why women, there was a point in time where women were actually excited to be married and start a family. But now we're in a culture where that's actually looked down upon to have kids, to be married. Like, it's looked down upon because you got to get or your to raise first. your kids. Or, or if you have them, kids, then you should still have, have your own career. Um, and, that, and I'm not even. I'm not even saying that you sh- you shouldn't have your own career, like you know. However, I'm not saying that either. Uh, yeah. well, 
I'm saying that I'm, I was saying according to what you're saying, there are people that say they look down on you having kids, like you should be a career woman. Yeah. But if you have yeah. a kid or whatever, or one or two kids, then they go off to daycare. But you should still, man, you got to maintain that career though, and that's how you get your respect back as yeah. being not being an archaic woman. You know, to mm-hmm. be, yeah, you know, yeah, you're that's not, true. You know, that that's the view. That's all I was saying. I wasn't saying I think that. But. Mm-hmm. Well, what what about um, and you guys are gonna have to help me with this one. Um, was it Holder or was it DeBoer who led, was it Barack, um, Barack into? Judges four. Yeah, okay. Um, she was one of the judges in Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she, and, and, you know, of course, you know, uh, the, the, the soldier, you know, he, you know, she told him, didn't, didn't the Lord say, you know, mm-hmm. but he was, of course, he was afraid to go into battle by himself, and so she had to go with him. Yeah. And it was almost as if though she led the army, she led the crusade, mm-hmm. you know, um, I mean, what do we do with that? She didn't shepherd nobody's church. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, I love his tact. Yeah, I, I know. Love, I, 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 love I love it too. <laughs> okay, because I knew he was going to say that, but, <laughs> it, the, but the reason why I brought it up, that was going to be my next thing. Was she a high priest? Because um, in Israel's time, the role we're talking about now, and now Jesus is the high priest. I'm not saying pastors are the high priest, mm-hmm. but the, the high priest, the sons of Aaron, or the, mm-hmm. or the chief priest, and the Levites were the only priests in Israel. So now, don't 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 neglect the fact that if you weren't uh, from the sons of Aaron or son of Levi, mm-hmm. you had no calling as far as the priesthood. I'm talking about as a man. Mm-hmm. Now, all those men were not right. priests. All those men were just Israelites. And, mm-hmm. I, and I mean, it's the, uh, that, that doesn't belittle them, but that wasn't their calling in God. Right. So God, even there, God had order that some men were called for this and some men were called for other things. Mm-hmm. But... The sons of Aaron and the sons of Levites, uh, Levi, you know, the Levites, those were the priests. Now, I mean, not that, not that I want to go back to this uh, uh, natural covenant or whatever, but, um, but where does that place the board? That doesn't place her in the temple making sacrifices as, as, you know, as today we would kind of parallel, mm-hmm. you know, from Jesus to the apostles um, being the priests of God, you know, being the, the callings of God in that respect. We yeah. still have not all men are, are apostles. Not all men are prophets. Right. You know, some are, some are not. And then the prophet or the apostle is not esteemed above the rest. He's just another guy. Right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we honor for him, but we honor the guy that, that you know, cooked the burgers today, too. Mm-hmm. You know, we thank God for him. We thank the guy that, that built the church or built the building or whatever the case may be. So if we can distinguish between men in callings, and it's okay, you know, but the, but the Bible distinguishes the, the woman as well. Um, but it just it never included the woman in that to begin with. You know, so that's that's an issue there that... You know, Deborah, Holder, Miriam, all of these um, great inspired women. Again, prophetess means an inspired woman. It means she did something by the inspiration of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, God absolutely used her. And you can't take anything away from that, um, kind of like Esther. You know, she wasn't a priest. She wasn't right. a king. She wasn't anything. She was a queen mm-hmm. of Persia, right? Yeah. Not of Israel, right. you know, but of Persia. So we can't even place her, like, in ministry per se. But people still write... Uh, songs about her, write books about her. We're talking about her, you know, three, four thousand years later. Mm-hmm. That's a great woman. You yeah. know what I mean? She did a great thing by the inspiration of God. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, but you were—I mentioned those to mention, you know, to, to res- what my response would be to uh, Deborah, you know, and judges and and Holder as well. Um, I think Holder, you know, to to go there. Um, Kings, the twenty-second chapter, I think. Um, she she. She prophesied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she brought a ju- prophecy of yeah. judgment see, that, that we say women can't do. 
Yeah, yeah, the Bible doesn't say that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. To a break, right. bring that to the table. Yeah, but that's something we say. But right. there's no scripture for that whatsoever. Because we so, see that Honda did it. Yep. Absolutely. Now, and, I, and, and I guess we get into the area of, of well, when there's no man to run the church, you know, because she was counted with the prophets, right? She was in the the, the prophet college, meaning the the section of of uh, uh, Jerusalem, the quarters of Jerusalem, where they tend to abide. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the, the, the the school of Elijah, the, the school of the, of the prophets, the sons of the prophets. And this group of inspired people would gather together for not only prophecy, but for teaching. They really counted them for teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would collect together, just like we are now, to talk about these things. So she was with them, just like, just like my wife is right now. You know, she can speak by inspiration right now, and it would be acknowledged by all of us, mm-hmm. you know. God can give her prophecy. God can give her, you know, so I can't take that from her. And that is a gift. And that's a wonderful purpose. And the spirit can use her. So all these things. But now all of a sudden it doesn't mean she's supposed to shepherd everyone here. Right. That's a whole other calling. It's, it's a whole other order. So, 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 so. So how does obviously I'm I'm on a specific side of this, you know? No, 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 I mean it's cool. I'm playing devil's advocate, you know, and and you know. Because I think I think I'm kind of doing the same thing. I but but now it's a wonderful teacher. She has some things to bring to the table. But if if the scriptures teaches, you know, let not the woman teach nor usurp authority. Isn't you know the Bible says. Besides usurp, usurping the authority or taking the taking authority over man, she's not to teach the man either. So, 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 what do we? So, what do we do with that? That's a good question. Um, see, I think what we're what we're missing, and I, I mean, I, I, what I what I think we should point to is the fact that I don't think almost all of Christianity has the proper biblical view. Mm of the kingdom of God, of the children of God, of man and woman. And for one, that, you know, they are one flesh. You know, when, when two come together and join together, no man can put it asunder, right? So if she's, if she's part of me, just like Adam and Eve, and again, the apostles, I'm going to go back to Adam and Eve because the apostles in Christ go back to Adam and Eve when they teach. Um, the same apostle um, that can, well, the, the, the apostles confirmed that this is a sign of Joel, that the spirit was poured out on the, on the women and men. You know, servants and you know, handmaidens and all that. Mm-hmm. No matter who you are, the Spirit of God is free to all of you. Um, that doesn't mean we all have the same calling. You know, different callings, different administrations, same Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but as it pertains to the woman, same same Spirit that fulfilled this and did that turns around and says, but it's not orderly. And in, in uh, Corinthians, the 14th chapter, 12th chapter talks about all the gifts of the Spirit. 13th mm-hmm. chapter says, oh, you like the gifts? How about love? Mm-hmm. If you do all those gifts without love, it's nothing. The 14th chapter says, well, not only in love, but all things should be done in order. Right. These things should be done to edify the brothers, to edify the church. So then it goes through and talks about tongues and prophecy and which one edifies and, and how to conduct yourself with those spiritual gifts. You see, like I said, we can take the, the, take the calling quote away from the woman. Well, it's taken away from a lot of men, too, because they're not called for that purpose. It's not sexist. It's not unfair. It's just like, bro, he didn't call you for that. Mm-hmm. He, gave, he, he, he put you in the body for this. You're not an I. You're the left finger, you know, you're the mm-hmm. left hand or whatever, whatever the case may be. Uh, we all just, we, we actually need to get from the actual spirit what we're here for. Not what we desire to be, not what we think our gifts are. We need to get that from him. You know, so then he even says, even with the, in the gifts, I gave you the gift of speaking in tongues, but there's a wrong way to do it too. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? So yeah. then he goes and establishes, you know, um, 
even more order so that these things are beneficial, so that your good isn't evil spoken of and things like that. You're hurting people because you're speaking in tongues outrageously and no one's edified. No one hears what you're saying. They don't know what you're saying. It's confusion. Mm -hmm. And then that's the same chapter. He says, look, you know, God is not the author of confusion, no. right? And this is after he said, let your women keep silent in the church. So we, we establish what he says about tongues. We accept what he says about, you know, the gifts and callings and love. But then also when it comes to the scripture about let them keep silent in the church. If they have a question, let them ask their husbands at home. Well, why would he say that? It's not all of a sudden he got sexist and just derailed. Was he talking to, was he talking to? Nope. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get my question now. Let me go. Okay. Was he, I know the question. Was he talking to specific women? That's my question. Because the reason, the reason why I ask is this. Um, let's look at, uh, Priscilla and Aquila. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, um, when, uh, oh, what, what's his name? Apollos. Apollos was teaching, right? Priscilla and Aquila were obviously there when he was teaching. All right. But they didn't, neither one of them said anything while he was teaching. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was after they finished teaching, after Apollos finished teaching, that's when Priscilla and Aquila went to show him a more excellent way of, mm -hmm. you know, teaching those scriptures that he that he spoke. Didn't say just, uh, you know, Aquila. Yeah. Said Priscilla and Aquila. Yeah. So, and that's the did, same thing. What I just said. What I said. Absolutely. Sheree chimes in. It edifies. It's good. Right. But so, it's also in order with her husband in the godly order that God established. I agree. So, so. but now can we say that she fulfilled the role of a teacher without necessarily being called a teacher? Because, you know, I'm. I'm 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 real big on this this titles thing. Yeah. I I, I prefer yeah. people just call me Brother Terry. Yeah. You know. They I call, mean, they they call they, Jesus they, Jesus. They, absolutely. Yeah. They ain't call him. You know. They didn't yeah. walk around calling him. They didn't even call him Brother Jesus. Yeah. You know, they just yeah. call him by his name. Yeah. 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 Call him Jesus. So I'm so I'm I'm really open to that too. Just call yeah. me Terry. Yeah. You know. But at the same time, you know, Priscilla and Aquila, they taught him a more excellent way of of. You know, of teaching that teaching that message or whatever it was that he was that he was bringing. So, did she fulfill the role of being a teacher without being called a teacher? And can we just can we can we literally do that? Can we just say, look, let's. I'm not saying just cut, start cutting things out of the Bible. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that. Yeah, yeah. But if we have those those particular gifts pastor, prophet, apostle, evangelist, and teacher, yeah. if it's there, then do we just simply use it arbitrarily when we want to and when we don't want to? I mean, and especially with the, with the, with the woman issue, mm -hmm. can she be a pastor without being called a pastor? Well, you can prophesy without being a prophet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think even those are two different things. Mm -hmm. um, so... And, and let me just, I want to, I want to get T to chime in because he's been real silent and I know he's got answers. I know he does. Um, or at least our responses, but I don't want to be the only one, mm -hmm. you know, but the reason why I said no first, it, it definitely wasn't to disrespect yeah, the yeah, question yeah, yeah. at all. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah. it is, it is the key question that's always asked when that's brought up. It's, it's, you know, it's either, it was a specific, you know, group of women that were unruly or it was, there was a problem they were having in the church of Corinth, mm -hmm. you know, so um, but n neither of those do we do we actually have the scripture saying that. Um, and like I said, to go back to the gifts, was he actually only referring to certain people in the body? To when we talking about love, when he was talking about speaking in tongues, was it just a few people that were speaking in tongues uh, uh, out of order, 
in an improper manner or was he just giving a, a broad statement of truth mm -hmm. saying this is how you speak in tongues this is what edifies i'm glad that you speak in tongues i desire that you speak in tongues i speak in tongues more than any of you mm -hmm. but here's what helps people and here's what doesn't and so the whole chapter wasn't there's a group of people that are doing things wrong he doesn't he doesn't make that he's just making a blanket statement of mm -hmm. this is what edifies this is what doesn't so then and, not, and the other reason why I say that is because what he says as far as let the woman keep silent and ask her husband at home, that's that's parallel to everything else he ever said, you mm -hmm. know, regarding the woman's gift or the woman and the man working together. There's there's um, there's no prophetess without prophet. You know, mm -hmm. the, the, the husband and the wife, that's why I, I bring up that the fact that we're actually one. And if we're one, and if not out of... Um, see, when we think of... Uh, you know, subjugation or, or being in subjection to someone or or being in obedience to someone. We think of belittling. We think of humbling. We think the fact that you're nothing, you're no one, you're a slave. Mm -hmm. But that's not in the Bible. That's 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 nowhere in the Bible. It's, it's right. counterproductive. It's the complete opposite of what's being said. Um, so when, when you offer subjection to someone like I have to to Christ, I'm offering him willful honor, willful respect, willful obedience, understanding that God ordered this. So I look to him. I don't wander astray and wait till he throws in the reins and then, you know, sits me down, mm -hmm. you know? So I think, I think woman was made in likeness that I was made from the image of him. She was made from us, mm -hmm. you know, not literally for me, obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, um, but you know, spiritually or supernaturally, I think that it, it, uh, behoves, you know, or it's, it's productive for any godly woman to honor that there is a head over her and to do things in, in, in line with her head. You know, and that's what that's what Paul spoke about in all the rest of his letters. And that's why he would tell Timothy that a woman's not to do this, you know, not to do that. Um, and again, they in Timothy, they make it about this one isolated incident. But you, if you take Timothy by itself and then you, you separate Corinthians by itself and so forth, mm -hmm. you're, you're acting like it's just one line. Not you, but, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you we look at it like he's just one thing here, one thing there. But it's collectively it's anything he ever taught about man and man and woman, the male and the female. Right. You know, and about prophecy. You so, know, so I under, and I know, I know we're trying to get T in there, but I, but my thought is, can she still do that? You know, give you know complete honor to her husband. You know, um, and I think it's going back to to Sheree's, you know original question: Can she still give complete honor to her husband uh, to love him? Um, you know, and you know be all of that, that, that stuff that she's supposed to be, that the Bible outlines her to be, you know, the, the homemaker and mm -hmm. all of that stuff. But can she, can she do that, but still pastor a church? Oh. I've always asked that because I'm in my, yeah, I have to agree. Because in, in my, in well, my yes, sense, right, you have to answer that. I'm saying. Because she, she does take care of her home. Can mm -hmm. you pastor a church? Well, I don't want to. I don't, I don't understand why if, some people want if I, to. If I, it, look, if I'm your husband and I say, look, I want you to, t I want you to be in charge. I'm, look, I'm, I'm her head, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, mm -hmm. I'm okay in it. You're the prophetess. Take it and run, babe. Can you manage the home and manage the church? Because that was, that was your, your, you know, uh, mm -hmm. you know, point. But what, what, what if she? Oh, I, I, I can't answer for you. <laughs> My, um. <laughs> I'll try to answer this, you know, precisely. But um, I almost have like a counter question and I'm just like, okay, well, how can she manage her home and be responsible for the church and 
still be under subjection to her husband. What's his role in the church? Okay. I did not. I got another question for that then. Okay. I feel you on that. I really do. So my question is. She's usurped authority, right? No, no, not not necessarily. If if she's the pastor. Well, I'm thinking about Condoleezza Rice. Man, look, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going to keep the political stuff out of this. But I've always said that if, if I was to ever vote for a woman to be president, if 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 I was to ever do that, Condoleezza Rice would be the one that I'd vote for. I think she's, you know, just from what I know, you know what I mean. I, I think she's probably one of the smartest people, one of the smartest women I know in the world. That's just my personal opinion. Okay. Now, in any other incident incident uh, uh, instance, I'm I'm voting man all the way. I believe that it should be a man that should lead our country. You know, it, it's for for particular reasons, all right? But Condoleezza Rice, being as smart as she is and capable as she is, she's still a wife. Uh-huh. So is she able to take on, She was, I think she was the Secretary of State at, at, um, when, she, when, um, mm-hmm. when Clinton was in office, yeah. all right? So with the role that she had, it was a very important role, and she yeah. she had a she exercised a lot of authority that was given to her from the president, of course. Uh-huh. But she was still, you know, in in essence, more powerful than her husband was. Uh-huh. But when she went home, she was the wife. I'm I'm hoping I, I didn't live with her, uh-huh. you know. But I'm 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 thinking that you know she still fulfilled fulfilled her wifely duties, even though she had all of this authority. So with that being said. Can a woman, should a woman be able to work in the workforce? And if so, why shouldn't she be able to work in the church as a pastor? Okay. When she go home, I'm wife now, you know. I would say okay. that would be a secular view. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would agree with that. It's, it's, um, it is, it's anecdotal as far as like, well, uh, we're, we're, we, again, we're making some assumptions mm-hmm. as far as what went on, you know, in the home, but, um, Definitely not taking anything away from her, what she was able to accomplish, and, mm-hmm. and we're gonna assume that, you know, everything in husband and wife was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that would still be, um, just technically speaking, that would be a, a secular view, mm-hmm. not a biblical view, because again, right. we're not coming from scripture, validating a scripture. We could parallel and say Condoleezza Rice is kind of like Deborah, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> she had a, a a position in governments, yeah. you know, in, in a sense, um, except one was in Israel and and she prophesied. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but nonetheless, um, but that's yeah, um, and I think we're we're mistaken it. Um, it. It's, I guess, my question is not is she capable? Because I think a woman mm. is proven capable of doing just about anything she has to do. Facts. <laughs> um, but you know, and not to not to define you know Sheree's original question, but. It's, you know, according to the Bible, what is the woman? You know, what gifts is she given? Mm-hmm. What is her purpose other than being a baby factory, you know, biblically? Mm-hmm. But, you, you know, I, I can get how you would extract that from church, you know, because like we're talking about now, like why do we even have all these questions when, you know, I'll say from my perspective, reading the Bible, I think it's absolutely clear. I think all the entire order, the entire process, gifts, callings, purposes are all pretty, pretty well defined. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, they're not sexist. They don't subjugate anyone. 
um, um, illy, you know, in, a, in an ill manner, in a bad form, doesn't mistreat anyone. Um, it honors and esteems all people, no matter where the position is, male or female, slave or, or free man, you know. Um, but I think, you know, the church doesn't have a grasp on that. It really doesn't, you know. Mm -hmm. So we have one group that's saying women are just baby factories. You can't preach and you sit them down. You know, and then you got the other group that has them doing everything, and there's no men doing anything but shouting and dancing and singing. Mm. Mm. Um. Mm. There was I, a little bit of shade yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit. I will admit that. <laughs> there was a little bit, you know. I, yeah. I, I, um. do, I do actually want to, um, you was talking about Condoleezza Rice mm -hmm. uh, and her role and her having a, an, an important role, and I, I, I agree. Like, very important job that she has for that working for our country. Um, I assume her husband works too, right? He's not a stay at home yeah, dad. I, I would assume too. I, I don't right. know him like that, but uh, so, I doubt she married an unemployed me, guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now as a mother and you know, and I think any other stay at home mom out there or even a working mother out there that doesn't even have a, a job nearly as important or huge as Condoleezza Rice's job knows that they're, if they were to be absent at home, things would pretty much fall apart. Her job seems pretty time consuming. And if he's working and she's working, if she did not have a cook or a nanny or a maid, her house would crumble well, to the ground. Does. Yeah, she does. It would crumble mm -hmm. to the ground because of the important role that a mother plays in that household. That's assuming that that's how you see things though. That's science. You even science? But because the only reason I say that is because probably less than 5% of all people actually think that that's the case. That's, that's not, that's not the predominant, you know, outlook on, on the husband and wife and the family. So why would, why would, um, taking care of the home be her problem? Why is that her job? Why is it not his? Why is keeping after the kids her job and not his? Why does she have to get the nanny if she's not home? You know what I mean? Um, but it, but again, I, I I think it goes back to how how well we know. I think it goes back to what how we view the scriptures. Mm -hmm. You know, if we view the scriptures as uh, uh, interpretive, you know, or or not as authoritative, which again, percentage wise, mm -hmm. you know, the polls. Um, almost no one thinks they're authoritative. Almost no one thinks they're even history. They're even real stories. Most people just think most. I'm talking about believers. Most believers just think they're they're myths or fairy tales or just proverbs. They're nice sayings that we can be edified by, but there's no truth to them whatsoever. Um, that's the that's the 90 percent of Christianity how they look at their Bible. Um, so then why you know you're reading you know Proverbs 31 very different than he is. You're reading into it very differently. You know when you say I think you know. I see her being an entrepreneur. I see her, and she's like, ah, oh, I see her. I'm taking care of her home. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's and both of them are in there. But you have to be an entrepreneur to take care of that house. Ask any stay-at-home mom. I don't know one deadbeat stay-at-home mom that ain't grinding. I don't know one that ain't grinding. Like you know, and I'm just saying well, that. Shout out to all my stay-at-home mom. Shout out to all my now working mothers. Yell in the mic. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> because that house is nothing without y'all. Well, but what about the stay-at-home dads? Do they get a shout out? No. <laughs> no. 
You know what? I like if that's the arrangement y'all have and y'all cool with that, I'm not gonna say it's biblical. But I'm, just I'm not saying, gonna knock people. Yeah, you know, I don't mean it. If that's the arrangement you two have as husband and wife, you don't mind. You don't care if she works. She don't care if you stay home. And that's your life, and y'all cool with it, and it works for you. Then hey, I mean that's y'all marriage. I have nothing to do with that. Like, and it works for y'all. Great. Biblically, I psychologically, think so. biologically. Like yeah, but. My liberal side of this life do you. We are interested in things other than scripture. Mm. You know, it doesn't look like that, you know. <laughs> but even psychologically and biologically, you know, the numbers are hands down. You were made to go out and work. Mm-hmm. Nine, nine and a half out of ten men have a nature, and I love this, you know, phrase, if you hand them an axe and put them in a forest, you don't have to tell them nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's that's not given to 90%, you know, to, to the overwhelming majority. I don't know percentages, but... Um, that's not a that's not a female trait. A, assertiveness and aggression right. is a male trait that you know can come from testosterone or wherever. But mm-hmm. biologically, psychologically, you were actually made to work. You were made to be the provider. You were made to be the go getter, the hustler, the assertive, the aggressive one. And the woman is the one that has been given ample, probably three, ten times as much love for the child mm-hmm. as we've been given because she has to care with what I'll call a, a mm-hmm. tyrannical narcissist, <laughs> and, you know, for nine months, to, you know, to a year when the baby just acts. It screams, it yells, it, it mm-hmm. you know, things that you wouldn't let anyone else do. But um, I love, you know, psychotherapists and people that talk about the mother and the traits that they've been, you know, given, uh, the, the characteristics and abilities. And that that's that's in, that's written in the DNA of the scriptures, mm-hmm. that this is the woman, this is the man, you know, hot, you know, the proverbial man, the proverbial woman that we're talking about. Um, and then, you know, from the scriptures that we're pulling from the scriptures. Um, that's what you see as far as when, you know, uh, psychologists, you know, study the man and the woman. And this is the nature that the man has. It lines up with Adam. It lines up with this type of biblical man. And then the nature of the woman, you know, tends to line up with that one. So a woman Women pastor sections. So a woman pastor is going against the nature of God. It's, it's the, going against the commandments of God. Yeah. Um, I would say I would say nature and commandment. Because mm-hmm. I would say they're literally told not to do it. They're literally told not to. So that's right. that's outright disobedience. Mm-hmm. That's outright you know, if I found a scripture that says, look, even if I thought the other ones were kind of obscure, maybe, you know, that's what we have to do with scriptures, like to defend women, women in, you know, pastors or something like that. We actually have to take what I would call an obscure reference. That's not expressly talking about pastorship. And then we have to try mm-hmm. to say it's the same thing where I can find literal scriptures that says the women are not allowed to do this. The women are not allowed to speak in the assembly, except she asked her husband at home. The woman shouldn't prophesy without her husband. The woman, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I feel like if I'm looking at it from the most unbiased I can be and no one's, no one's unbiased, mm-hmm. but if I, if I had to look at it, I see, you know, a group of scriptures, we're trying to make them something. And then a group that expressly say it, that are literally being ignored, that it says don't. Yeah. And then we're like, well, I mean, <laughs> and anything past that, I feel like we're not listening. We're not, we're not actually just saying it. That's what's there. I've told you before, I, I would not like a Bible study fellowship of any kind that my wife wasn't allowed to speak. I'm not for that. Right. So I read Corinthians, the 14 chapter and I'm like, I told, I, that was a scripture I told you. I mean, it's difficult. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a hard one. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at it like, no, I, I do think Paul is inclusive here. Paul is talking about the order of Christians, the order of a godly, you know, uh, uh, just whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to apply that. I, I mean, I, I believe an apostle said it by commandment. He's not speaking me, Paul. I'm just, you know, hypothetically, it's my mm-hmm. opinion. 
He's telling you the order. And he says, any man that's a prophet or spiritual will, will acknowledge that these things are the things of God, mm -hmm. that these are commandments, the commandments of God, of the Lord. that these yeah. are the, yeah, he said the commandments of the Lord. So I, after following up that statement, I'm like, so how do we apply that? How do we apply that without her losing her voice, which is valuable? And then I think we actually have that. We have to see the Priscilla and Aquila isn't a woman pastoring a church. And that's where men and, you know, the pastor and co-pastor get it wrong. They say, well, Priscilla and Aquila, so I'm pastor, co-pastor. Well, I, That's I think, not what was going on there. I think if, if, if we're led by the Spirit and we follow the Spirit, it shouldn't be any mistake in there. Because, mm -hmm. you know, if, if Sheree, I, I, let, me, let me say Vanessa, if Ness has the Spirit of God, she's not going to have a problem, you know, um, res, you know, understanding her role, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. as the yep. wife in the house, mm -hmm. you know. And, and the reason why, I, and so the reason why I asked, you know, about the, 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 a woman being a pastor, is it going against the nature of God? It's because we see what the written word says, and we see that being broken all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, yep. so now it's, it's, it's like, forget what the scriptures say. Now let's, let's, let's just forget what God says, you know. Um, Which is on the table. Right, it's only you know mm -hmm. I'm, I'm you know uh, yeah. hypothetically what's going on. Yeah. So so I mean, so are we just in a, are, are we just in a, in a in a messed up messed up world? Or is the church just messed up? It's messed up. It is. W one problem I have is that we take society today and then we read the scriptures and, and interpret the scriptures based on that lens. Mm -hmm. So now we say, oh well, I see. I see, like for, let me just pick on the church. You know, I see what we call you know, the deacons, the ordinations, we see mothers, and then we read the scripture and say, oh yeah, it's all there. But none of that was there expressly as what we have today. That's mm -hmm. not what they had. That's not what they were doing. Um, the assembly, that's not what they were talking about. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. but we read it through the filter. We always do. So we have to try to best understand what they were saying. And then apply, then we look back at society and we ask that question. If we, if we honestly do it, then we look back and we're like, man, are we that messed up? Yeah. And I, I think, I think, I think we are, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I think anyone watching or listening at this point isn't surprised to hear me say that. I think we're messed up because I'm obviously going against, you know, popular thought, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my, my argument or, I guess, question to the woman, you know, with being over the church and whatnot is like, okay, so are we going against, like, God, are we going against the commandments in taking these roles? as women pastoring or being over churches or whatever. And I guess, I, like, I, and scriptures do just keep coming to mind. Like, for one, isn't it, aren't you supposed to be under subjection to the man? You know? And again, we use that subject word as, you know, slave kissing feet, mm -hmm. putting pedals, you know, as you walk. <laughs> for some reason, that's like what we associate with in subjection. But anyway. Um, and two, how can you lead the church if you're supposed to ask your husband questions about you know God and stuff like that you know so how can you if you're supposed to ask him how can you rule him rule over him in that sense and how does that work at home he's in charge but at church you're in charge so if he tries to come to you and say honey that's wrong that's actually not what it says in the Bible. Well, how are you going to tell me I'm the pastor? Like, I'm just trying to see how this works. Like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how this, how this at home, you play the lead. And then on the street, I'm in the lead. Like, how does this work? 
how does this work and it not be conflict? How does this work and it be of God when there's an order? God, man, wife, kids. So we're just going to skip that part and I'm going to be, it's going to be God, wife, in occasions, husband, and then kids. Like, I mean, like, how do we just switch this up? It, like he said, they're, they're plainly written. I, I can see how people would do it, you know, because it's not, I mean, only the, the macho man, and I, I think if people hear the things that I've said thus far, they would think I was the macho man that was putting the woman down and all that because of my belief. But but if it wasn't the case, I don't think I, if, if let's say the scriptures said the opposite, said what she said, mm -hmm. that, you know, at, at, at home, you know, I'm pretty much, I run the family, but the woman's called by God to lead the people. If that is what the scripture said, um, and I'm just the average guy, I don't think I would have some some macho problem with it. I, again, I think psychologically wise, I think I'm made to to rebel a little bit more than the woman is by nature. That's that's in the nature of a man to ask mm -hmm. more questions. The woman's more, um, I don't know, whatever. So, but what I'm saying is, I don't think I would have an outright, other than having a little bit of natural response to it, I don't think I would have a problem with that. I would say, well, it's because I respect her. That's how she can pastor the church and we don't have a problem. Because when she's at the church, I respect her as the pastor. Mm -hmm. And I'm, again, I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't mm -hmm. think that'd be a problem. You know, I understand the problem that you're pointing out, but I, I can, I can, I can imagine the response would be, well, when we're home, she respects me, you know, and while we're there, I show her the respect that she shows me. Mm -hmm. Seems pretty simple. <laughs> Just respect each other. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but I understand. Like, Cause I do that the even. The crisscrossing of natures, you know, the yeah. crisscrossing of roles. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the boss. And I think that's, that's the problem is when we perceive it as being the boss. I, I, I know boss. as a husband, even without crisscrossing the roles, you know, I still respect my wife, yep. you know, when Talk we're to home. Her, yeah, absolutely. Meet you know, her. Love, <laughs> love her as yep. Christ, love the church. You yep. know, I mean, I don't, you know, you know, if you spoke of the rose petals, I might mention that, you know. Let me get a few of them, you know. Some, but, some coming to America, actually. You see, this I just say, hon, I think you're going too far. You know, I'm not going to get the belt out, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woman, you know, yeah. but um, but yeah, I, I, I think I think the respect goes both ways, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, but once again, you know, I I guess I'm just throwing out questions. You know how a lot of people think. You know, mm -hmm. don't necessarily see anything wrong with a woman being being a pastor. I personally don't agree with it, you know. Mm -hmm. But I can see how some do, yeah. you know. Especially when, especially in this day when you know, you know, you got the men. Shouting and dancing and you know whatever they do in in church you know yeah. I don't I don't do that but uh, and then you got the woman sitting on the throne you know and talking about you better go yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but we we are in a post feminist culture as well so mm -hmm. people need to realize you know that that plays an effect on the church that is the the mind of the people the culture of the people um, and I'm not against and I don't, I don't want to make this about feminism I'm just saying that. Mm -hmm. Even this country has changed, which some may argue for the good. Um, and again, it's not about good or bad, but there has been a massive change. And now, so we're using that mm -hmm. that cultural, yeah. uh, as they, they say, systematic or, you know, the things that are embedded in, this, in, in, in the system now. Well, the system is now telling us that, well, wait a minute, we have to, even, whether they're good for it or not, we have to, you know, whether, you know, be firm, firm of action or, or put women at the top. Mm -hmm. are, are women getting the same jobs? Well, that's debatable. You know, whether or not the job was right for them, you know, mm -hmm. whether or not they were the best candidate, whether or not, whatever the case may be, there's a lot of variables. But we're in a society that says, man, forget the variables. It ought to be equal. Mm -hmm. 
um, not equal opportunity, equal, equal outcomes. Outcome. That's the difference in the, you know, we think the outcomes ought to be same men, same women, instead of both men and women having the same opportunity. Right. You know, I believe in the same opportunities, you know, when it comes to work or governments or things like that, but you're not going to have the same outcome. You never will. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the aggressive rises to the top, the assertive, mm-hmm. the one that works longer hours and goes hard and you give him an ax and he just sees trees and says, yep, that's what we're going to do, yeah. you know? Um, but I don't know the, the, I guess we, we didn't really talk about the gifts of a woman outside mm-hmm. of being a baby factory, you know? Um, but one question I, I do have for anyone that's, that's kind of opposed to the quote, you know, kind of the archaic, mm-hmm. you know, what's viewed as the archaic role of a woman is, um, if you do believe in the scriptures is what does the scriptures expressly say? When speaking about the woman, what are the, the, the things from in Peter and Titus and things to the woman? The only thing ever said is that the responsibility was a, to take care of the home, to teach the children and to continue in faith and sobriety and childbearing. And I told her one time, not that childbearing is easy, not that rate, taking care of a home is easy, that is not. but he said, look, if you continue in these things, you'll be saved, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and faith and holiness and sobriety was included in, in there as well. Mm-hmm. But no matter what you're calling, there's the same reward. Doesn't matter when we come into the vineyard, doesn't matter what our job is in the vineyard, mm-hmm. we all get the same pay. Yeah, Isn't that equal? That's equal outcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just equal opportunity, it's equal outcome. God mm-hmm. gives equal outcome to all of us, regardless of purpose or what earthly... If, if we knew the responsibility and the self-sacrifice that came with it, is anyone chomping at the bit saying, God, I'm a woman, how come there's not equal amount of women as janitors as there are men? Why can't women be janitors? No one's saying that, are they? But they don't. They don't properly view the the apostleship, the pastorship, you know, the the calling of God as a janitor, mm-hmm. as the lowest mm-hmm. level of the church. Mm-hmm. We have this kingdom view, mm-hmm. this kingdom mentality that you know where we have where we get the garments and we get the robes and we get mm-hmm. the and we talked about the planes and all that stuff and the anniversaries. And that's not what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a, a Creflo dollar. You know, I'm going to shout out, you know, Bishop Foster. You should be a Bishop Foster that gives the cash out of his pocket to the leeches that come use him. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't know who the leeches. I'm saying there's yeah, some leeches, yeah. but there's leeches and there's just people that just need help. Generally but more needed, times than yeah. not, it's the leeches that come begging. You know, I mean, that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then, But what I'm saying is he takes what he's given mm-hmm. as a pastor and he has to continue to redistribute as we've discussed, you know, previously. Yeah. And the other ones, there's no redistribution. It's just them gathering wealth to themselves, you know, but if, if, so I'm going to say the Creflo dollar is the false example and I'm not picking on him as a man. I don't know him, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, so it's a bad example, but that's what we view the kingdom. That's what we, we view the pastorship and the one who says, Hey, why can't I get that glory? Why can't I have that, that authority? Why can't I be in that position to lead? But if we really viewed as the Bishop Foster says, foxes have holes, birds have nests, but the servant of God has nowhere to lay his head. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That yeah. no, you this is a most detestable life. This is a life that you don't get cars, you don't get to keep your money. Your their problem is your problem. Every time they need something, every time the babe needs to be fed, she wakes up and feeds it. You really want that calling? Right. Oh, and, you didn't want the work. And and that was I, I don't I don't I don't know how much time we have left, but however much we want. That <laughs> that, that was gonna be my next <laughs> no, question. Joking. That really I, no, I really wanted to know how did we get here? Was it you know, was it the you know the eyes saw the airplanes that, you know, the upside of 
being a pastor. Yep. You know, we just talked about airplanes and and cars and things like that. I, you know, I threw shade out there, some anniversaries. But we know what happens when anniversaries come, you know, you get more money. Yep. But so it, did, did we get here that way or was it, or was it, you know, I don't even want to say legitimately, but or was it that, you know, the, the thought that, well, where are the men at? How come they aren't stepping up? I'm not saying that Ooh. that's right, but did we get there because of that? You know, I mean, when you when you go in church and, and you see, it's, you know, a lot of women in there and the few men that are in there, you know, they, they're just simply laid back. Is it because the men just really don't want to do it anymore or what? You know? I don't know if there's an answer for that. I feel like it's a mix of things. It's an amalgamation. Um, I think part of it is by divine providence. He speaks. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. I mean, even though I don't, I don't think that women should be leading churches or I don't believe in the woman pastor and elder. Um, I see scripturally where the woman is told very specifically what she can and can't do as far as teaching especially who to teach what she can teach how to conduct herself you know and the reasons why he doesn't just say look i really don't like y'all like that so don't teach he's making a, a very clear point that goes back to adam you know adam and eve um and as far as keeping silent in the assembly i don't believe it's she she doesn't say anything anywhere because he makes it clear if she has a if she has a question let her ask her husband at home so they're obviously not at home. They're in a larger gathering, mm-hmm. and there's some there's some type of conversation going on, to where she doesn't just object. Mm-hmm. You know, she has a question. She has her husband. Um, but I see scripture as well with like Isaiah, or the third chapter, where when Israel got out of line, the Lord said, "Okay, I'll give children to be your oppressors, and women will rule women. over you." Mm. Mm. So it wasn't a good thing. When women ruled, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, when women ruled over. God's people, it wasn't it's a good a thing. Exactly. It's like when they wanted a king and the Lord said, well, I'm your king. They still wanted one. So, okay, I'll give mm-hmm. you one, but here's what will happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't a good thing when we see the time where God gave them, allowed for a woman to be over them. And even with the rulers, when a, a nation goes wickedly, God allows a evil ruler over them. Yeah. You know, um, so I think that because of the digression from the first church, because we have kind of went away from the the behaviors, you know, the the um, the mannerisms of the first the the early church. Mm-hmm. The further we get, the more we receive the same rewards for our actions, you know, our the same consequences, which is women ruling over us, which is you know, um, evil rulers in general, things that were not supposed to be Heart. from God. But I don't think that God ordains women to lead His people. Um, in a righteous manner. So, so, so are we being punished? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no hesitation. He says absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So, if 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 we are being punished, then I guess you can say it is the will of God. Then. Yes, but not because great, it's righteous. Not, not yes. because it's righteous, yeah. Yeah. but it's, like it's still Satan doing something is the will of God. Yeah. Because Satan has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's still God that is in control of all of it because God can shut it down. Yeah. No doubt about that. So I can, so I can legitimately go, you know, that, that woman pastor over there. Oh, you, 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 you're a pastor because God's punishing us. 
No, I can. He's allowed. Yeah, he's allowed it to happen because it, it is a reward of what the people already want. It's their own desire. You know, divorce. It wasn't because it was God's desire that you get divorced and you put her away, but because of the hardness of your heart, that thing happens. You know, and because of the same way with us, we have a desire to explain away Scripture and to do what we want to do anyway. So okay, it's the same thing with those who know that something is sin and you do it anyway. God says, "I'll give you up to your own devices, and those things will destroy you." You know, Isaiah said the leaders of the people cause them to err, and they that are led of them are destroyed. It's the same thing with being led by the false prophet. Okay, he doesn't stop you and say, well, no, that's the false prophet. You know, <laughs> don't follow them. No, he you wants want to that. see if you're going to follow the false prophet. Exactly. You know, he gave you his word so that you, he gave you scripture, and God still speaks. But according to scripture, whenever Christ spoke, he spoke, is it not written? And when Paul said, let them keep silence, he said, as it is written. said in the law. You know, so he constantly pointing back to scripture. So if we're not looking at the scripture and saying, okay, I think the Lord is saying this, Lord, help me find it in your, in your, in what we call his word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If we're not looking for it there, then we really don't want to know. So now you see why I was waiting for this guy to speak. Yeah. I'm saying the same thing, yo. We've been talking for about 45 minutes and he rouses something like two. Oh, 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 oh. But that's, that's really. The doctor is in well, the building. The doctor is um, in the building. <laughs> Paging yeah, Dr. Tisa. I'm careful not to um, equate what I see secularly with biblical permission. Uh, because, mm -hmm. man, I don't care what they do in the government. That doesn't establish what is right or wrong according to the Lord's scriptures. Mm -hmm. You know, according to what the, the, the things that were written four times, which were written for our learning. Mm -hmm. What they do doesn't yep. change that. You it know, shows me that they can do it. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's not that I think they can't. Right. Mm -hmm. I think they can. I think they do. Mm -hmm. I think they do a good job. And I think a lot of times better than some of the men we have. Now. Mm -hmm. You know. Wow. Um. Man, he just he just said a yeah, mouthful. Yeah, yeah, man. man. He just said a mouthful. Because 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 the Isaiah know. scripture. I, I, yeah. I, there was one other. There was one other person who I've 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 heard quote that scripture and use it in that same context. And this was many 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 years ago. It was Geno Jennings. Mm -hmm. I, Am I allowed to say his name on here? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> well, in this, in it, definitely in this Probably instance, not. that was I the way. Box him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But th that's how he used that, and I'm like, I. And that's why I was like freaking amazed because I'm like, yo, I've heard that before. You know, this is the re. You know, we've got women in 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 leadership roles not because it's is God's desire, but because, man. We're acting fools. This is what we want. And I think they're honest. I think they're sincere in their desire to right, do a yeah, good yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. But I think that if Just like Peter, Peter was when he said, Lord, not so. Yes. And and when he's, when Jesus was speaking of his death, yeah, and yeah. Peter mm -hmm. said, no, Lord. You know, and he turned around and said, get behind get me, behind, yeah. yeah. So he called him Satan, not because, you know. Yeah. But, but he, knew it, he knew it was, yeah. So if you say that the woman pastors of the devil, you're not, you're not uh, speaking maliciously. You're saying... That she's not in accordance with the spirit of God. Right, and she has you know. the spirit of God or a true desire to do what God wants. Then she'll pull back and say, "Well, let me at least consider. Let me go back to the scriptures and see if this is so. Mm -hmm. Let me take the time to fast and pray. You know, if that's if you really feel like that's what you were called to do, the Lord should be speaking, mm -hmm. not an unction or a feeling that kind of pushes you out and, you know, someone told you and prophesied over you. I don't care about none of that. These calling, Paul was called to be an apostle. We see where the Lord separated Paul and his disciples. Mm -hmm. You know, he spoke. Paul came after they were, after Christ was dead and raised and still spoke to the Lord. You know, 
So in those things, the Lord should be telling you that this is what he desires of you. You know, if you feel like that's your calling, mm -hmm. if not, then you need to be going back to the Lord and finding that in the scriptures, Same not vague references. And yes, out of all of Israel, many are called few chosen. He mm -hmm. called all of Israel, yet there are only a very few that were Levites, mm -hmm. you know, that were priests. Mm -hmm. So he's not just out there just because you're called means you can go and do something, you know, in the name of the Lord, even though it's a good thing. Satan uses good things mm -hmm. as a trap. Right. You know, he uses God godly indignation mm. as a trap to to ensnare us you know to cause us to make hasty decisions cause to do things that are outside of the will of god you know or that may damage others and you're in it you're directly but while you think you're doing a good thing you're actually damaging other people mm. you know so that's man that's a great offense in god's eyes so yeah. we should be real careful you who teach you're held to a greater standard you receive greater damnation if you lead them wrong so we shouldn't be just jumping up even as men but especially you know with women they should be considering is this really what god wants not is it what i want and question yourself mm -hmm. you know um i question my own motives and intent is this really something that god wants or is it what i want you know mm -hmm. am i doing this because it's righteous or is it i'm doing it because i really want to do it mm -hmm. i've been in the position to where the lord told me to say something to a brother and though I said what the Lord told me to say, I spoke it wrong. Mm -hmm. I spoke it in a manner that was hostile towards them, you know. Mm -hmm. So now I took in a good thing, a righteous yeah. thing, what God has actually sent me to do mm -hmm. and made it evil. Yeah. You know, so we need to be very careful. The gifts and callings are very righteous in themselves. But if God didn't send you for it, mm -hmm. then it's Satan that put you there. Yeah. Yep. Trey, Trey, what would you what would you say? Um, this real life experience, not biblical conversation, but um, what would you say, how have you been honored in the body? Like you're a woman, right? And you have this particular view. We have this particular view, you know, uh, we think the scriptures are saying this, but in your dealing with us on a regular basis, where do you fit in and where do you feel like you've either been able to participate? You've shared a gift, you've been respected, you've been honored, you know, where, what would it, what would that be? What, what would you say? Um, amongst us yeah uh, I think because you guys like you you see me like grind you know I study like you you, you see this so it's easy for me to say you guys take my my words like you I don't know how I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say we actually consider what you say yes there you go you you consider what I say because you know I'm not we know you have knowledge in that area mm -hmm. yeah you know you yeah. And there are times where seeing that there's been times where something's been said and keep it come along and say, well, hold on, have we considered this? You know, and it's it's not fighting against one another. It's literally yeah. you bring something to the table and your husband says, well, hold on now, because the scriptures say this, you know, yeah. and that's that's biblical, you know, but it's not oppressive. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's for either male or female. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's it's not it's not gender related it's mm -hmm. about Goes what does the scripture say yep. you have to want to know it and be like, and be willing to have an open dialogue like we're doing now yeah mm -hmm. like yeah. there's a lot of people that have said the things you said mm -hmm. and said the things i've said and they've argued doing it and got nowhere mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. you know but mm -hmm. same thing he's saying sit down in the house and she'll say oh man i was i was yeah. studying i came across this i'm like uh what about this though 
Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. And she could be like, nah, don't try to take this from me. Uh, you know, God yeah. revealed this to me. And, you know. Mm. And we're, we're all trying to find, like, the common thing with us, we're all trying to get to the truth or the bottom of it. It's not Together. that we're trying to make things fit into our own beliefs. Mm-hmm. We're all trying to find the truth. So if I say this, I'm just like, well, actually, Scripture says this. Or, you know, well, let's look at this over here or whatever. And we're not just taking my word and going with it because I said it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I can't really get mad at that because I'm trying to find the truth too yeah. like, you know, and so, we're not just rejecting it because you said it right exactly so I, respect is like a, a major thing like mm-hmm. with all of us like we all respect each other and you and that's what you get yeah I get respect so cool. I don't I mean you could you, say no I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't beat you when we get home <laughs> you know but but I, I think that's what is just from just a human being a person that's that's really all I can that's all I want is respect. Mm-hmm. I you know, put some you. respect on it. You know? That's why most of these women can't say that either. Can't say that. I think I've got a conclusion now, at least one good one. Like, you know, on why women want to be the heading of churches and stuff like that. And it's one, it's because our roles that we were giving given we're not willing to accept that that's it. This just can't be it for us. Just being mothers and in the house, like head over house, and that's all they see it as. Because they, a lot of them, don't even know the details of Proverbs thirty-one. They mm-hmm. don't know about the entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. They don't know about doing things with their hands. They don't know about you know, you know, the all glory these other that God things. gives for you doing such. Yeah. So it, all they know, because all they see and all they're most likely taught is, you stay in the house, you have the kids. And you run it, and that's it. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Well, to, to just read the scriptures. To, to not even be able to express themselves. Like, they read you know. the scriptures. Let your women keep silent. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. See? Yeah. yeah. Let your women keep silent. No, no, no love. Mm-hmm. No. First ingredient: no love and respect. Mm-hmm. Um, no proper honor. No proper edification. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to esteem her and say, "Well, look, sis, man, I know you can do it. I know you're gifted. I know you have this, this, and this." But when 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 it comes to callings and, and things of that nature, you know. This is what God said, mm-hmm. and this is where you will excel because this is what God made you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and encourage them in the right direction. You know, mm-hmm. not to we'll take something them, away quiet. from. Yeah. That's yeah. all we're telling them. Keep quiet. It, it it's not your place. Help. It doesn't help that the women that are doing that and are trying to like follow how you know the word says to be and to do and to act. When you have the other women that's in the same belief as you, like you know. Mm-hmm. That right, are right. condemning you for, for doing being that, at home, yeah, for yeah. having kids, for being a mom, like you know what I mean. For Would not, you got another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely know? insane. And it's crazy, mm-hmm. and because of that, mm-hmm. you get no respect mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But you'll get that respect if you had a church. Yep. I think there's a parallel with, um, like, single mothers secularly, um, with women who are, you know, good wives in the church, which is. The single mother is encouraged to remain single. Yeah. And the yeah. family isn't mm-hmm. um isn't praised. Mm-hmm. The family unit is not praised. There's really not help for the family unit. As far as not male and female. Um, husband and wife, that family unit. But in the church it's the same way. Mm-hmm. The the wife, who is biblically a good woman and mother, isn't praised. No. No. But we'll praise the woman pastor, no. yeah. you know, or the woman that's out there, you know, entrepreneur and all that, the doing pity. her thing. They're looking at that poor woman. 
Yes. Yeah. So the one that God has esteemed, yeah. Yeah. we abase. Yeah. The very one that God has esteemed. That's the way it's supposed to be, right? <laughs> it is, it's always been like that, whether it was Christ, yeah. you know, yeah. we abased him and crucified him. But with Moses, he was sent to be a, a deliverer, mm. and the people mm. actually rejected him. You know, so we've done the bust. same thing, right. but now it's down to our women, which only, it makes them feel like, man, this is it. Mm-hmm. You know, nah, I, I refuse to be just a woman, you know. Yep. And then you have men who are over either hyper-feminine or they really don't understand the first thing about being a man of God, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they, so they, they perceive they his honor, lead. too. Hmm. The, some men they perceive it as honor they perceive it as, as you know all the things we talked about so they're seeking glory mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know um, mm-hmm. going after it for all the wrong reasons yeah. so, sometimes you know and through all the, and by all the wrong methods yeah. like no one's getting it from God yeah. very few yeah. and when we've had a conversation many times when you speak about getting it from God it's a foreign topic it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a foreign discussion yeah or it's one where they, they feel like God is saying, they feel like this. It's like, no, when the Lord told me what he called me to be, he spoke it. He spoke it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, would, I would like to do future um, podcasts about each person's individual experience. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to, you know, uh, encounters with God or, or you yeah. know, hearing from God. or um, Yeah, because I think that, that really... I don't want to say it, it doesn't change anything, but it means something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it means something. And that's that's kind of like to, in this in this conversation, we really did kind of uh, you know debate scripture. You know mm-hmm. what the scriptures necessarily says, and that's not exactly what uh, we're always here to do. But mm-hmm. we want to talk about like I want to know what you experienced. Yeah, I, I, I think other people would like to yeah. hear mm-hmm. of the different experiences, whether it's the initial calling or whether it's something afterwards, whether it's uh, a prayer and a healing or, or a miracle or something like that, that, mm-hmm. you know, we're told, oh, that's what I was going to say earlier is that, you know, the biblical, you know, uh, or the worldview is that God doesn't speak, that you're actually insane if you say that he speaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You now you can call this God speaking. You can call that God speaking. Um, and it has to be, you know, like a metaphor, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. Um, but to say you literally heard him, Right, you're liter- you're 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 insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so when that's when that's the cultural norm, then the people saying they're hearing from are not going to listen to you when you say that. But you can you can listen to my story, his story, his story, her story, whatever, and say when God spoke to me and said this, mm-hmm. this is what happened. See, they're not madmen. You know, we're not. This, this isn't insanity. I have all my wits about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe it was temporary insanity or whatever. <laughs> you know, but nonetheless. Um, so I do want to talk about that further. Um, I do want to say I think we've. Uh, We've beat the horse or whatever, beat the dead horse. Um, so it's probably a, a good time to, to conclude. If we have more to, to discuss, we can bring it back to the table and say, oh, we didn't focus in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do want to kind of say to, I doubt many would still be listening at this point, um, just because not many people listen all the mm-hmm. way to the end of stuff. Uh, for those that, that hung on um, or that, that hear it somehow, it's just, um, for one, I don't think regardless of our view, anyone is... Um, like I know of Melissa Dukes mm-hmm. doing great things. And I know she works as a woman in ministry and works with men in mm-hmm. ministry mm-hmm. and she's accustomed to both and, and good woman. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't think we have any problem um, with w- women because of that doctrine. All of a sudden, you know, we have animosity right. and hatred and right. whatever no, malice absolutely not. towards the women that are doing great things. I don't want to take anything away from her. Nor, and I also want to point out that if you have something we didn't discuss or didn't consider, Bring it to us. We're happy to receive it. We're happy to yeah. reconsider. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, 
it's just it's open. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's open. We don't have a problem with individual people. It's no disrespect towards anyone. It's what we believe we're pulling from the scriptures. Mm -hmm. um, and if you want to be a part of the conversation, even better. Yeah. If you think that you can, you know, share with us, you know, on the contrary or help edify in any any way possible, um, do that. I'm definitely uh, saying enough right now. So we'll go ahead and uh, cut this off. Uh, anyone else? Last words? We're good. Yeah, I, I just want to say a major, major shout out to to all the women that decided they want to be a homemaker, mm -hmm. you know, um, and it, I also want to say, you know, my wife, you know, she's she's not a stay-at-home mom, but, and she does work for the ministry. She's not in the ministry per se. She's mm -hmm. not a pastor or anything like that, but, you know, she works for our church. Um, but at the same time, you know, she's a great mom too, mm -hmm. you know, so I think as, as long as as you're doing it for the right reasons, you know, and it's it's working. I'm saying staying at home and even working in the ministry. Mm -hmm. Hey, God bless you, you know. And just like what you just said, I do want to reiterate that too. I I know a, quite a few women pastors. Man, look, I've been taught that you love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if my neighbor is a woman pastor, I still love you, mm -hmm. you know, and yep. and you know it is what it is.